This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations, food for all occasions. Kate Stevenson here and this, of course, is the podcast version of Relish, a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. And here we are again, yet another snap lockdown, but at least it leaves us time to talk about the things we relish. And what are they this week? Funnily enough, it comes down to food and wine. First, all those food and wine festivals are a fandangled new thing, aren't they? No, not necessarily. I'll find out about a Mornington Peninsula wine event that's been going on since the 80s and is only getting bigger and better. Plus, one of this city's hottest chefs is opening his brand new CBD restaurant in under a month and I'll tell you how to get a booking. Of course, there'll be food news and some dining tips for you this week in food. All that is coming up in the Relish podcast, thanks to Diamond Celebrations, food for all occasions. Check them out, diamondcelebrations.com.au, on Easy Music 3MP. At Easy Music 3MP, you can relax with all your favourites. At Relaxing favorites. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? Thirteen seventy-seven AM and Stereo DAB. Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This is relish. Well, there is so much to love about the Mornington Peninsula, from ocean and bay beaches to a plethora of exciting eateries. But when we think about that region, surely we picture those rolling vineyards and quaint cellar doors as much as anything else. So what better excuse for a visit to the region than a winter wine weekend that organisers describe as a progressive tasting through the region itself. On the line is Olivia Barry, CEO of Mornington Peninsula Wine. Olivia, this isn't a new endeavour, is it? The Winter Wine Weekend's been going since the 80s? It has, Kate. It's been a favourite. It's, it's been a circle in people's diaries from Melbourne for over 20 years. So we're really excited to that it's back on the program again this year because, of course, last year we had to have a break with COVID, but um, we're back with a new format this year, so it's quite exciting. Okay, so this year it's on Saturday the 12th of June. That's new right. format. What does that mean? How's it all going to work? Well, with COVID, we've had to restrict our numbers a little bit and we've got 900 tickets available um, and we'll be splitting people up into three groups of 300 guests and you'll be moving with your group around these sub-regions that we have um, uh, broken into three different sheds. So you'll it'll be a bit like a progressive lunch, if you like. Um, so you'll experience about uh, between 13 and 15 wineries per shed and two restaurants and then after 90 minutes we'll move you around to the next shed and then around to the third for the day so it's going to be um, a really lovely kind of um, embrace with with all these winemakers who are so excited to be out again and talking to their customers so it's it's, it's going to be a great day. Now I'm so glad you mentioned those sub-regions because I did read about those and I went am I supposed to know what they are what are Mornington <laughs> Peninsula's sub-regions? Well, we kind of like to talk a little bit about up the hill and down the hill, and um, the up the hill being Red Hill and Main Ridge, and 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 then down the hill being kind of the Murdoch Plains and yeah. Balnarring, and and down to Merricks as well. So it gives a little bit of definition between um, you know the, the the brands that you know and, and love 
up the hill, if you, if you can imagine, 10 minutes by tractor, um, and then down the hill perhaps Yabby Lake or, or Muradak Estate. Yeah, and the nice thing is here too, there'll be, and we do know a lot of those wineries, but there will be wineries participating that people, A, won't necessarily have had a chance to visit or necessarily even try their wines. Are there, will there be ones there that don't necessarily usually open up to the public? Yes, definitely. Um, we've got a, we've got a number who are little east, so like Dexter, who are absolutely beautiful Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Um, Woodhaven have got some beautiful wines, um, and then others that open up occasionally or the first weekend of the month, like Ivani. Um, their their wines are just stunning. Um, Rahona do some beautiful sparkling wines. So um, as yeah, as as you say, as well as those bigger brands that you already know. Love it. Olivia, we need to take a quick break, but there's so much to talk about when it comes to the Mornington Peninsula and wine. Will you stick around for a bit more of a chat? I'd love to, thanks. Love it. Don't go away. We'll be back with Olivia Barry from Mornington Peninsula Wine on Easy Music 3MP. Relish with Kate Stevenson for diamond celebrations, food for all occasions. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relish and I'm talking to Olivia Barry, CEO of Mornington Peninsula Wine, about their upcoming winter wine weekend on Saturday the 12th of June at the Red Hill Showgrounds. Olivia, to say it's been a tough year or so for most people is a bit of an understatement. How did the pandemic affect winemakers down there on the peninsula? Well, 2020 had lots of obstacles. Um, of course, two of our main channels of trade were closed down, that being cellar doors and tourism, which is a huge part of our our, um, our mix, um, and also restaurants. So we a lot of our brands aren't hugely represented in, into retail because they need a lot bigger volume. And a lot of our, our members are much smaller in volume, so they, they like to um, place their wines in, in on-premise of retail restaurants yeah um so yeah that those two major channels were really shut down so it really did sting um but a lot of people to use the word pivot um <laughs> really stimulated their their direct consumer channels um with their membership bases and um they were really well supported in that regard um but so if you didn't have that that uh, functionality um up to speed people you know there are a few that that um that had a few challenges but you know, we were right here to um to help support them in any way we could um we were really lucky that we weren't affected by um by the fire so that was fantastic mm. um it was a really small vintage 2020 so um we we're really pleased that the 2021 vintage is looking absolutely fantastic really good yields and the quality is awesome but um yeah 2020 certainly had its um its ups and downs and how important now uh, are visitors to the industry down there i mean we know you know we're heading into winter you know people aren't getting to bali or going over to europe for their nice summer getaways would you encourage people to to sort of take the time to get down and, and keep exploring those parts of the peninsula they haven't seen Oh, without a doubt. Um, look, it's so close from to Melbourne. It's just an hour down the road. The roads are fantastic. Um, and there's some really wonderful little gems, as I mentioned earlier, that um, that are open um, on weekends um, that, you, you know, you might not ordinarily see. So that, that uh, winter traffic is really, really important, particularly during the week. Um, so if you, if you want to do a conference down here in the Mornington Peninsula or have some meetings or 
just get away from the rat race for a few days. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not hard. So, and I really encourage you to come down and say hi to these people. A lot of them, they, they do require bookings. Um, and one of the good things I think that came out of COVID was that um, people are, um, are coming down and they're sitting down, they're enjoying their experience a lot more thoroughly at, at a restaurant or, you know, at a winery and tasting um, and having great chats with the winemakers and so on, which they probably weren't doing so much. It was a bit more of a quick in and out, um, say hi, try something and off you go. So, um, yeah, there's that, just that lovely opportunity for a bit more of an intimate conversation with these people who are absolute craftsmen. And I guess too, post-vintage, yeah, the opportunity to see some of those people, you know, they're not as hectic either. We've got a little bit more time to slow down. So just just a pretty rounded experience too. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the food offerings down here are amazing. There's all sorts of things to, to experience from um, the Sri Lankan food at Many Little um, to, um, you know, Foxy's Hangout do some beautiful, uh, you know, spreads and lots of little dishes and things like that. Um, so, yeah, there's all sorts of things to experience. It is the one region that I go to, Olivia, and every time cannot believe I see or experience something I haven't before. So it, it is a wealth <laughs> of experiences for us. Olivia Barry, CEO of Morning. Peninsula Wine. Thank you for joining me and telling us about the upcoming Winter Wine Weekend. My pleasure, Kate. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Olivia. That's Saturday the 12th of June. We'll encourage people to head to mpwine.com.au to grab their tickets. Keep listening. Plenty more to come. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions. Find out more at diamondcelebrations.com.au on Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up with 3MP and Crystal Clear Stereo right across Melbourne. There to make a better, clearer sound for you to enjoy your easy music favourites. Upgrade your radio to DAB Plus and change the way you listen to Easy Music 3MP. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. And if you've listened to this program before, you probably will have heard me rave about our next guest. He's the exec chef at one of our city's best eateries and he captured our attention with some seriously creative cooking during lockdown last year. He is Sundas Khan Nguyen and he's spreading his wings, opening a new venue in the city very soon. Khan, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well. So the new place we know is called Aru. What's the idea behind it? So the name Aru is uh, the name of a group of islands in uh, towards the north of Australia where um, back in the day the Indonesians used to trade with um, the indigenous people of Australia. And, um, yeah, we're basically going to look back in that time and use techniques from then such as like fermenting, uh, curing, and just cooking over live fire. Oh, beautiful. Now, so the website uh, opens on 31st of May, that's Monday, which means the menu will be up there too. Are you, are you able to give us a hint on anything that might be on it? Yes. Yeah, so um, I guess a lot of the menu is cooked over fire, but um, there's a dish that isn't that um, a lot of people actually know about um, from the last lockdown, I guess, is our uh, pate on croup with flavours of bun mi. So, you know, that's a pate that's been wrapped in pastry with uh, flavours of the Vietnamese pork roll, garnished with a bit of pickles, um, a mayonnaise, an emulsion of some sort. 
And um, yeah, that's kind of my play on the traditional Papillon Crute and a bit of Mies Bun Me. And can I tell you, I still think that was one of the favourite things for me that came out of last year, full stop, was watching you experiment with pastry and particularly do that exact dish. So that's what people will be able to get. People can make reservations from Monday too. Where, where is the restaurant and when does it officially open? The restaurant is... Um, just off the corner of Little Collins Street and Swanston Street. So it's pretty central into the city and it's expected to open to the public on the 16th of June. Great, so we can book from them. What about you? Is it going to be hard to step away from Sunder? Are you going to go between the two or is it a rule all the way for you? Um, I will be in between the two, a couple of days here, a couple of days there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've got a busy couple of months ahead of me and um, just you know trying to figure out my schedule to be at the restaurant as much as I can be um, but obviously I can't be in two places at once so yeah it's going to be a busy couple of months. Best of both worlds mate hey well done it's such good news for the rest of us that we've still got great new places opening in Melbourne. Khan Nguyen exec chef at Sunda and Aru thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much. Don't go away. This Week in Food is next. Some dining tips for you. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions. Find out more at diamondcelebrations.com.au. On Easy Music, 3MP. Relish with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish and it's time to share some food news and dining tips this week in food. And of course, this week is your chance to support your favourite local restaurants by ordering takeaway as they once again face a week unable to open for dining. In the meantime, how about I give you some things to put in the diary, like a donut festival is set to roll into Melbourne Sunday the 6th of June at the Queen Vic Market. It'll be a one-day event that brings some of the city's favourite donut makers together for exactly what you'd expect. But I would attend just to see legendary pastry chef Darren Purchase host a two-minute donut eating contest. The winner? Bags a year's worth of hot jam donuts from the market's iconic American Donut Kitchen if they ever recover. Great news for pub lovers. The landmark Brunswick pub, the Sarah Sands Hotel, is reopening after a $3 million buck reno. Closed since 2017, it'll open with a bang on the Queen's birthday weekend. Residents can RSVP to the locals' launch party on Friday the 11th of June. They'll get a drink on arrival and free snacks from 5 till 7pm. As well as classic pub mains and flavour-packed veggio dishes on the menu, the snacks really do look like a highlight. Think about scorched padron peppers with Geraldton wax vinegar and sea salt or pink pepper calamari with smoked paprika, mayo, lemon and salt bush. Don't say that ten times fast. Well, the Western Hotel sure do high tea well and their high cheese tea is back. So is famed cheesemonger Anthony Femia to make sure it's done right. The menu sounds utterly indulgent and if I could pronounce half of the French cheese on offer, I would tell you about it, but you'll have to check out the Western's webpage to see just what you're missing. If you haven't been into Scott Pickett's new Chancery Lane yet, try Le Shop by Chancery Lane in the meantime. It's a European coffee bar and provador dishing out gourmet pre-packaged food, pantry staples, grab-and-go breakfasts and lunches and some quality booze. Try the daily soup, a croque monsieur, crepe Suzette or all manner 
of French-sounding fast meals. That's at 430 Little Collins Street in the city. And finally, there have been a few fundraisers around town for COVID-ravaged India and the team at Gaylord Restaurant at the Grand Hotel are doing their bit too. As with many in the Indian-Australian community, the owners DJ Singh and Raj Singh have had family and communities directly affected. So they're holding a dinner on Tuesday, June 15. 79 bucks per person will get you six dishes plus a glass of wine and you can also BYO with no corkage. All the money raised on the night will go to charity Mukti Australia. You can book at gaylords.com.au. And that's it for me this week. Thanks for joining us on Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, food for all occasions. Listen in next Saturday at 8am or look out for the next podcast at 3mp.com.au. Easy music. 3MP.